Jeff Hall. With me tonight, we have an awesome guest that I can't wait to find out uh, what all he's uh, got to tell us. Our guest tonight is Tom Covington. He has a podcast called Connect Wed Podcast. He's a wedding DJ in Nashville. So everyone, welcome Tom. What's up everybody? Tom Covington here. Uh, I'm a wedding DJ in Nashville, specialize in uh, music and lighting, special effects, so I'm the one who makes your uh, weddings go wild. The big, pretty, sparkly pictures with all the uh, low fog, dancing on a cloud type stuff, all your cool light shows. I'm your guy. Uh, but like you said, also, and the host of the Connect Wed podcast, the idea behind that podcast is a platform to connect wedding vendors. That's the name, Connect Wed. So uh, each episode is a different wedding vendor modality or type. So one week is photographer, videographer. Another week is bartending services. Another week is florist, so on and so forth. So you can listen and if you're planning a wedding or helping a friend plan a wedding, then you can find some awesome people and hear their stories and how they became wedding vendors. Awesome. Um, how long have you been doing this? Uh, this is pretty much a brand new endeavor. I've been doing this about a month now. Uh, okay. I started the podcast mainly um, to network with people who were not DJs. So it's easy for photographers to meet photographers or videographers to meet videographers or florists to meet florists because they all do the same thing. Right. Whereas this gives a chance to actually build that network out um, by different types specifically, not only for selfish reasons. Uh, now I have new friends and new contacts in the group, but mm-hmm. um, it gives us a platform for people to hear stories or quote unquote virtually slash digitally meet people that maybe they wouldn't have either known about or, um, but also gives you a chance to, you may have, you may be another wedding vendor as well. Um, and you might have something in common with this person. And now you get to get a chance to hear their story. So it's um, kind of a dual headed monster, so to speak. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's just a good place for, you know, we all promote, we all have our social media ad campaigns and, you know, right. business strategies and all this stuff, but you never, you never get to hear. Well, also you, YouTube it as well so all the episodes are filmed in studio um so you actually get to physically see the person um and actually kind of digitally meet that person through the podcast it gives you a good opportunity as either like I said planning a wedding or another wedding vendor type so um so it's a little bit of everybody okay catering to that demographic okay so I guess it gives you a good uh, opportunity to network too. And um, yeah, sure. Oh. I mean, there's always going to be a good selfish reason for me in the, in the mix right. as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, I love having people over. Um, love hearing, hearing people's stories. Um, everyone's story is unique. And um, I actually got into the wedding market before I was a wedding DJ. I was actually a wedding videographer. Um, 
and have tons of wedding photographer friends. And I really, for one, didn't want to compete with those guys because they were great. Right. But, um, but two, I, I hated editing pictures. Well, I soon found out after about two years doing wedding videos, I actually, I also hated editing wedding <laughs> videos. Yeah. So, it is um, but I was doing a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stuff, good opportunities. I, sh- I actually filmed a wedding uh, down in Cancun, Hard oh, Rock Resort, cool. uh, getting paid to travel all yeah. over. Um, so it was really good opportunity. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier uh, to show up with a camera than it is with DJ gear. Yes, it is. <laughs> but um, but it's much more time intensive on the back end. And when you start thinking dollars to hours wise, then you make more money being a DJ, but you have to carry heavier stuff. And right. But you're really long setup times and teardowns. But um, but I remember I was down in New Orleans shooting a wedding. Uh, huge wedding and this wedding dj he barely this guy didn't have anything i mean he was just there with his table and you know his little 250 controller um yeah. like this would be potentially probably a 500 dj in the nashville market mm-hmm. um and he was only and on top of that he was only doing the reception so he didn't even provide sound for the ceremony or their cocktail hour or anything right so so and i asked the guy i was like well you know professionally you know how much are you getting paid to be here you know i mean wedding vendors talk about that type stuff and yeah um you know he told me and we were making basically the same amount of money and i was like wow i was like now i gotta go home and edit for two or three days and this guy's about to pack his table up and go home you know so yeah. um i was like well maybe i'll start trying to dj and um and no offense to all these other djs i never left a conversation with any of my dj friends and felt overly enlightened so i didn't feel like it could be too difficult to be a dj yeah um but there's a huge difference between um a wedding dj and um I found out, you know, it's, it's a big difference between like wedding DJing and like club DJs. Yeah. You know, so I hear kind of often, you know, there's tons of DJs in Nashville, really great DJs in Nashville. And, um, you know, people might have a friend who DJs downtown and it's like, oh, well, our friend's a DJ. He's going to DJ our wedding. I'm like, well, okay. I'm like, well, where, do, what, you know, what kind of DJ is he? They're like, yeah. oh, he's a DJ. And I'm like, well, back to my previous question. Right. What kind of DJ is he? It's like, oh, he DJs all the time. You know, he's, you know, he has residency here. He DJs here, 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 there. Club, concert, DJ, huge DJ, 10,000 followers, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, not to say that he can't DJ your wedding. I'm sure he can. He'd probably do an awesome job. And However... Um, most people and not to not anybody trying to get into the wedding game at all absolutely not um, when you're hiring a wedding DJ so this is for everyone who's actually planning your wedding right now so plug to anybody who's planning or helping plan a wedding 
when looking for a wedding DJ, um, there's some things you have to consider. And like I said, not don't not hire your club DJ friend. However, wedding DJs slash mobile DJs, special event DJs, entertainment companies in general, they have thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment that your club DJ is not going to have. Your club DJ is going to have probably a awesome turntable setup with a mixer, awesome microphones, awesome headphones. Um, it's probably going to be about four or 5,000 that, and that's probably it. Yes. So some of them might have, you know, some decent speakers that, you know, they may have threw a grand or two at, um, but when you get there and there's no custom monograms, there's no, uh, venue up lighting, there's no dance floor light show. Right. Cause that's a whole another aspect. So yeah. as a wedding DJ, you really have to be a jack of all trades. Um, for my clients, I have custom cut gobo projections with their names and wedding dates. I have low fog effect for their first dance. I have, um, huge sparkler fountains that are specifically designed for indoor use, uh, mm-hmm. that has specifically curated powder that comes all the way from China just to make this happen. Um, there's, you have to absolutely understand light programming, light shows, light transitions. Um, and this is all on top of actually playing the music. So right. when you're planning to book a wedding DJ, think about all the other things that goes into wedding, being a DJ and at your wedding. Um, Half of audio is visual and half of visual is audio. So audio visual. So what is the visual aspect that's coming with your audio? Or, hey, maybe we want to have our ceremony outside in the park next door to our wedding venue oh yeah and there's no electrical outlet within you know 300 yards exactly how is how is your dj friend going to accommodate that when you still need non-interference microphone system with wireless sound system with your music able to be on tap instantly with all oh yeah and now have to wrangle all of your guests and make all your announcements and MC the whole thing. So as you can see, this laundry list of things that you need to do is starting to pile up quite extensively. So, um, which no fault to anyone planning a wedding. I didn't know this either until I was a wedding DJ. So yeah, exactly. So yeah. But, um, but yes, so it's a lot of things to consider and, but it's a really great community. It is a great network of um, DJs. There's some DJs in Nashville who specifically only do weddings, which I think is strange as well um, because there's tons of stuff out there like birthday parties, um, corporate events, um, club, you know, golf club, you know, country yeah. club type. Charities um, and stuff like that. Charity, charity events, events, good Lord. School, dances, yeah. um, you name it. Um Tons of opportunities out there. Um, my advice is if you find a DJ that you like that does good for whatever, he did good at your wedding, then 
you know, hire the guy to be your kid's birthday party DJ, hire the guy to, you know, be your school DJ because it is very few and far between. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some really great guys, but on the flip side of that coin too, you know, it's like you get what you pay for at the end of the day, you know, so. Exactly. Um, and always yeah, do your research. <laughs> yes. Always do your research, you know, so, um, but you know, and, and it's priorities, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if you're not worried about the music that much, but you want your pictures to be awesome, then make sure you get a really great photographer and a really great florist because yeah. that's what's going to be represented in your photos, you know? Yeah. So, um, and maybe you could hire a $500 DJ. Um, if you're worried about the party and the experience at the venue at the time, those, your pictures, if you have, I mean, if you go to my website, bookdjwho.com, but um, you you can see the photos from some of these weddings, and obviously they're not your run-of-the-mill stuff. However, I'm not charging astronomical prices right there on my homepage of $700, $900, $1,200 packages um, at a photo booth that's four to $500, depending on what you want. But, right. Um, so you could get everything I got out the door for six hours for 1700 bucks. No, that's not $500, but it's extensively more than you're going to be getting for $500. Yeah, exactly. um, so it really just depends on what you want, um, how you want your pictures to look at the end of the day. Um, you know, so many people and, and I'm a groom too. So I'm actually planning my own wedding right now. Okay. Um, and you know, my fiance and I were talking about all the things that were our priorities, you know, and we're basing everything that we're planning is based off of what the pictures will look like. Yeah. You know, so how great everything is, granted, we're going to have really great food. We've got a lot of, we spend a lot of money for food, but um, minus that and the actual venue choices, um, but basically everything we have is around that central concept. Mm -hmm. So at the end of this, this, like the photos and the video will be our memories. Yeah. What is it, what's it going to look like? And we have to plan according to what we want that to look right. like essentially. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's tons of people you get on Pinterest and YouTube and, search all of these great things that other people are doing. You know, you have bubble machines or sparklers or yeah. all, all sorts of things, you know. Um, I don't see too many people throwing rice anymore, you know what I'm saying? No, so. we did uh, – <laughs> for my first um, my first marriage, we did sparklers. And um, yeah. <laughs> one of my friends, Aaron, uh, Aaron actually, <laughs> accidentally – I don't it wasn't done on purpose or – anything but he uh he kind of flung his sparkler towards us and in doing oh, so wow. one of the sparks shot out and landed in landed in my well now ex-wife's cleavage area and actually burnt her skin a little bit oh wow <laughs> like oh shit. that's why i recommend yeah. um he was just so, part of that was just he was just too close sure well, and two, and like I previously mentioned too, like the sparkler machines. So basically they're two units and they shoot vertical spark fountains. So they, they mimic a firework, but 
they're um like i was talking about the powder from china basically yeah the stuff is made for indoor use i actually have a video of me sticking my whole arm in the sparkler machines in the discharge of these sparks because the sparks burn at 62 degrees they're completely safe they right. are not even classified as a pyrotechnic which is why i'm able to use them indoors right and they also don't produce smoke so they don't set off any smoke alarms so um so great unit but they're basically the alternative for actually using real sparklers um but don't get me wrong i can shoot these things 15 feet in the air you know so yeah um for a long time so I can shoot at 15 feet in the air for 10 minutes, you know, so they're not going to burn out and, oh, hey, we got to take, we got these things last for 12 seconds. We have to right. make sure we get our photo. It's like, no, man, I'll let these things run and you guys take as many pictures as you want Yeah. Uh, until you got a handful of great photos, you know. So, um, and it's just thinking of that next, it's like doing that little bit of extra, making those little bit of extra investments there's always going to be a great return on investments. The clients love it. Um, shoot, we love it. We set it up here at the house and play with them sometimes, you know, so <laughs> yeah. um, they're, they're really neat. Um, but yeah, and just tons of things, you know, lighting, um, placing lights around your room. Um, and that also comes in, in scales, you know, people are like, well, yeah, we would like lights around the room. Okay. Would you like them? aesthetic color or would you like them to be included in the light show and strobe during your intros and all this other stuff and you know so many questions you know clients get hit with and they're they're like well i never thought about that or i never thought about that oh i I could do that or they have thought about it but they didn't think they could get it in their budget range right so um multiple people you know they might add a hundred dollars or a couple hundred dollars here and there just to have that one thing they thought they couldn't afford but Mm -hmm. um and not to say take money from your other vendors that's on you um but at the end of the day it's your wedding what do you want your pictures to look like so um hire your vendors accordingly who can provide that experience you know so no, you don't always need the ex- most expensive person, no. but you also might also not want to go with the cheapest alternative either. Right. So find you a good middle ground, give you yep. what you want. Middle ground. That's what I've always, yeah. yeah. That's what I've tried to tell people that I know they're, have gone that route too. Um, and there's other companies to do what I do, but, um, you know, just being honest, they do it for, some places do it for twice the price that I do it, you know? So, um, sure. You could go with them. Um, I won't drop any names, but if you do find them, um, I'm cheaper and they do the same thing, you know? So, yeah, that's true. Um, so I just got some, I'm just going to go over some just kind of random questions. That's kind of off of, of kind of what we've or what you've been talking no, about. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's a skill that you would like to learn that you don't know how to do? Like, what's something you're like, man, I wish I knew how to do that. Hmm. Well, I would like to learn how to scratch better. 
Uh, okay. I've recently got, you know, various levels of that. There's actually competitions for mm-hmm. DJs, um, like scratch challenges and uh, DJ battles and all this other stuff. Um, those are really cool. I wish I could scratch like the oh, guy yeah. who wins watched- the, the Red Bull competition every year. But uh, <laughs> I've watched some YouTube yeah. videos that are just nuts. <laughs> yeah, scratching with their elbows and stuff. It's outrageous. Like- uh, yeah, so I I wish I could scratch better like those guys. But okay. Um, so this sort of kind of goes along with um with kind of what you do, but this could just go just in yeah. general. Do you have a go-to karaoke song that you that, yep that you would do not someone not that one that gets recommended a lot at weddings but one mm. that you would I'm not big in actually doing karaoke myself. I right, think right. the only karaoke song I've ever done in my life was Sweet Caroline which okay. I think is yeah. a classic for yeah. every drunk person. Yeah. So <laughs> Okay, that's a good one. Said, I run karaoke a lot, but uh, right, right. Well, we <laughs> yeah. had it at my at my first wedding. We had we had karaoke, which was good because we wanted like '80s music. Sure. DJ asked what we wanted. I was like, "Yeah, we want '80s music," and mm-hmm. I didn't recognize one song. Oh at no! All. Like I don't know what he was playing, but he was not playing '80s music. So, um, so when you walk up and so tell we, him to like play this song <laughs> specifically. <laughs> no, we just let we. Uh, no, just after we got done with all the dances and everything um, and all that stuff, when we got done eating, we just fired up the karaoke and then, yeah, everything was, yeah. I would say everything was good after that. Everything was. Um, <laughs> well, one thing too, you know, also that's, that's a good point you brought up. Um, I take planning very seriously um, because especially if you, the couple doesn't have a wedding planner or wedding coordinator, your right. DJ pseudo becomes your coordinator. Um, and I have a CRM software. So when I book a client, uh, they get a login information, a login credential sent to their email. And it, there's three forms basically that they can fill out online from their phone or whatever. And mm-hmm. one of them is your planning form. Make sure I can make all the announcements and one's mm-hmm. your schedule, you know, yep. so how would you like this to flow? What are you including? Um, and some, and it's typically really good because, again, uh, some of these things you might have not have thought about um, previously, and then you get the form. You're like, "Oh, I would like to do this as well." Totally fine. But thirdly, there's a, um, I have a music curator form basically, so you can pick all of your songs, and I know everything you want to hear on a gist basically. Um, for your reception, for all your first dance, your father, everything, all your songs. Um, and you can pick them casually as you go, as you plan, and you think of a song. Um, I have over 106,000 songs in that database. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then if the song is not on there, then you can write it in and I will include it into my database. So, another good part about that database is. There's a what, which I think is just as important as mm-hmm. what to play. So you can actually make a list of what not to play. So and the reason that's important for one, so I don't play it. But two, mm-hmm. if a guest comes up and 
request a song and mm-hmm. it's on your do not playlist, then I can let them know, hey, the bride and groom has you know requested this song not be played. Do you have another option? So, um, and you you just keep on ticking with your wedding. Um, the last thing you want is um, your new husband's ex, him and his ex girlfriend's song right. playing <laughs> at your wedding reception. You know, so yeah. uh, you can include that in there. Absolutely, do not play or. You can include an entire genre, you know, hey, don't right. play any no country metal. music. <laughs> don't play, yeah, don't play metal. Don't play hip-hop. Don't, you know, so yeah. Um, we're doing a wedding coming up in September that's all electronic dance music, and the bride and groom wants their wedding reception to be like a EDM concert. Okay. So we're having three DJs come to their wedding, multiple setups full laser light shows and everything with huge uh fog geysers just like the big concerts have and setting it up in their wedding reception and having djs run sets to make their wedding reception like an edm concert so i'm um, invited to that wedding (laughs) yeah so we're gonna have have tons of uh led foam sticks are gonna be passing out for everybody um uh, we're trying to get clearance. Well, we got, we just got clearance on the sparks. We got clearance on the confetti. Um, but we're trying to get clearance now on, uh, foam to actually oh, okay. use foam in the crowd. So, um, but yeah, so basically back to my previous point, it's like, we can do just better than anything you can think of. We can probably do it. So do you have a genre yeah. you just absolutely hate playing? Like you're like, God, I can't, I can't handle mm. this one more time. <laughs> well, as a as a DJ, it's like you have to you have to listen to music you don't like to stay yeah. abreast of what's right. trending. Um, because everyone, I don't care who you are, unless you're just some, you know, underground hip hop music lover right. or whatever. Everyone loves top forties. So whatever top forties of your genre is um that's what you like that's what you're listening to on the radio on your pandora account or you know so yeah yeah, so um yeah it's like um i listen to country music i grew up in south alabama so of course i listen to country music but um i don't stay up to date with all of the latest music all the time so i have to force myself to go to spotify's Mm -hmm. country music playlist and listen to some of these songs and some of these songs are horrible mm-hmm. i don't know how they became an artist much less a top yeah. song and who's actually listening to them but that goes for every genre um, yeah, yeah man rap died a long time ago i'm just yeah. being honest with you you know um, so uh one, that's a conversation i had on one of the previous episodes with uh yeah with one of my buddies he he we were talking to him he was he was the one that actually brought it up and we were talked about you know we talked about like 90s hip-hop and right 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 and just how much better oh, it yeah, it's and changed oh my goodness so much so much has changed um and you know and it's like i feel like hip-hop is only good what whatever songs were popular between 15 to 25 yeah. of your age range that's the music that you like you know and it's like yeah. these are the people i'm listening to forever you know so um like for me, that was like mid two thousands, you know. So like, yeah. 
all these mid-2000s artists, you know, I'm like, oh, this is great. And I'm like, well, I fall into my own predetermined stereotype, you know. So, um, which is also important to know because, especially when you're doing birthday parties, um, because if you're doing a 40-year-old birthday party, if you backtrack to when this guy or girl was between 15 and 25, that's probably the music they're going to be requesting that night. And that, that stays pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, but I've done everything between a one-year-old's birthday party and a 80-year-old birthday party and everything in between. So I got put to the test in the 80-year-old birthday party because they were <laughs> requesting polka music. And believe oh. it or not, I had polka music in my list they were so surprised they were like i can't believe you have this song this song came out in 1957 you know whatever but um but you know djs we share music uh all the time you know so um and that's how we have all those you know crazy remixes that you never heard before or whatever and it's dug off of someone's hard drive that was laying under their bed or something you know so um but yeah and you just get all sorts of music but um not a fan of polka music but yeah i got it i'll play it and i'll spin it whatever you I'll, want i'll, um, I'll listen to a little, a little weird al polka music every now and then <laughs> tracks but that's as far as i get right 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 it's well i mean i served 10 years in the army you know and um through through that experience um eight of that being with special forces uh-huh. and you meet so many different types of people especially when you're deployed man you'll hear right. songs that you didn't you know, whole genres of music you didn't even know existed, existed. much less yeah so i'm like man where are you from man it's right. like um but yeah tons of uh k-pop from south korea you know it's like or you know hey this is bay area rap music from you know western california you know it's like or this is you know so um like hip-hop you know it has so many different the culture of it depends on where you're at you know so so it's like bay area hip-hop or new york hip-hop or houston hip-hop or pop or you know quote-unquote southern hip-hop you know so right um so yeah so and it's like all that goes in you gotta have that kind of work and knowledge of music as well to work as a DJ, because like I said, that's how, that's the only way you're going to be able to cater to your client and ultimately get that five-star review because it's like, Oh, he knew exactly what we wanted to hear. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's not that hard to figure out, you know, so, <laughs> yeah, just working but, uh, whatever, whatever, what top 40 was at that time, that's what yeah. you want to hear. So. All right. Uh, just a couple more questions and we'll need to wrap it up. Um, yeah. What is the last thing you recommended uh, to someone, either a book, TV, either a book, a TV show, a movie, or some music? The last thing I recommended to someone, um, well, as DJs, we recommend stuff to each other all the time. Um, but I don't know. I think the last good TV show that I recommended to someone was probably um blacklist okay love that show okay. on netflix yeah yeah um what was the last thing that was recommended to you so basically oh, someone said oh dude you gotta check this out 
Oh, wow. Um, maybe Disney Plus. <laughs> Whenever it first came out. Um, I love um, Marvel movies. It's kind of my thing. So, and I own just about all of them. Yeah. So, then this whole streaming service came out that has like all of these movies. So I was right. like, man, I could have saved so much money. I know, right? Um, but yeah, love Disney Plus. Okay. If, you're if you're not on it, you can get on it. Yeah. Not sponsored, but hey, right, Disney, exactly. Wanna, <laughs> Disney wants to sponsor me. Right, wants to sponsor any of us. <laughs> we will. There'll be small chance we'll say no. Very, very. Yeah. Small. yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, what's one question you wished people would ask you? Hmm. I w- honestly going. You know, this is I guess a DJ question. Mm-hmm. Um. I wish people would ask me when I'm speaking to them about being a DJ, whatever event, wedding party or whatever, what actually differentiates me from other DJs or a DJ from another DJ. Um, Because for one, obviously I can talk about that for quite a while, Mm -hmm. but, um, but two, um, I like educating the market based on what they're needing. Um, and I feel like that just helps everybody out in the long run. Okay. Cool, man. Well, Tom, thank you so much for joining us. I have yeah, learned. No problem. Thanks for having me. I on. mean, even though I've already had a wedding and we opted not to have one with my second marriage. Um, but I feel like I Very still, cool, I, I'm always updated, like, because it's been 15 years ago since my wedding. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, lots changed. So a lot time, has yeah. changed. I mean, just sure. as far as music, because they were still playing CDs when I got married. Right. Um, digital hadn't really become a thing. And, you know, the just the trends and everything else had changed. So it's good to kind of get an, an updated idea as to what's kind of uh, now going on as far as that. So well, I appreciate you for your wedding. Uh, your second one's half off, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> tell all my clients that some of them think it's funny some of them don't yeah they're like <laughs> he's like yeah. no not not, yeah. not around her that, that gives me a gauge on your sense of humor for your wedding like, okay. there you go i know humor's <laughs> sense of humor is yeah. free i promise no. <laughs> i won't yeah. try to jokes well cool um tom thanks again for joining us um tell people yes, where they can i appreciate talk. you having me on yeah so you can find me on instagram at dj who score um same on facebook as well um my website has all my links as well you can find that at bookdjwho.com awesome tom thank you so much and everybody thank you for listening and we'll be back next week thanks